0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. man is who i am i am an- that's too high darling i did say that i
2: did say that hello
1: hello my darling are
2: you there, <laughs> hello, anna. Are you there?
1: Yeah. anna crilly one anna to another
2: well yes good afternoon anna oh, uh,
1: was in. that good afternoon? is that
2: good afternoon? <laughs> man
1: is that, because um, you travel in Tibet a lot, is that Tibetan? <laughs> I feel like I've eaten Ganashinu once it's, and I'm um, violently sick.
2: Yes, it's sort of mints and mint. Like minty mints? Minty mints. <laughs> and and what, you can smear it on a cracker.
1: You can, but, but should you?
2: Did you? Is that yeah, what
1: the well, problem was? Well, I, of course, when I was travelling back in the day, I did a lot. When I was running from my fourth husband, Denny Golightly, I went to Tibet for a while and we tried some ganache no. But that was sort of fed out of a man's hand. I think they very much frowned upon it, to be honest.
2: And, of course, Nigella does a wonderful version.
1: Oh, fuck. What's that? Yeah. Is that a sort of well, sweet version?
2: It's very much like sort of a colonic. Have you ever watched Nigella?
1: I've watched her from afar, if you know what I mean, but I've never seen the programme. There was a year or so when I was convinced she was me. It was not a good year. You know, I I was convinced (laughs) she was me from the future. It was a very confusing time for me. So she
2: um, does a wonderful cooking programme, but of late she has turned to meals from your bottom, meals from your arsehole. And one of them was Venetianu made through colonic.
1: Venetian, uh, I think earlier you said ganache Well,
2: you there's two versions. There's the Middle Eastern version, of course, and then there's the Southeastern Asian oh, version. So it, it depends which one you're talking about.
1: So what, she eats the food, she expels the food, she cooks the food? She,
2: well, she eats the food and then she, it's almost like a dance, actually. <sighs> it churns around inside her small intestine. And is she and dancing then,
1: at the same time? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I imagine <laughs> very seductive. You know? mm. yes.
2: And then one of her husbands extracts through a tube and it comes out straight onto the plate. Oh
1: lovely. Like mm. a sort of like one of those icing bags. <laughs> yes. But yes, geez, like a bag. sort
2: of Mr. Whippy. Thing. So you're
1: there you're with your husband Will. Have the two of you mm. ever Ganachenud in that sense?
2: I've had Ganachenu done to me. Right. And interestingly, the lady who died from a heart attack not long after, she actually said to me, oh, I've just seen a parasite go down the tube. Oof. A parasite, apparently. She said, oh, I've just seen it go past. And I, she said, have you been to Thailand ever? And I said, yes, I have, but mm. not for 20 years. And she said, it could have been in your stomach for 20 years.
1: Christ. Mm. Doing all that time.
2: But, Anna, to be honest, it seems unlikely, doesn't it? It sounds a bit like it was sort of not true.
1: It could be a scam. It could just be someone who enjoys a good narrative.
2: I think that's probably it. B.
1: Like Dominic Cummings. Sorry, I had to get political. Oh,
2: no.
1: I I know. Come on.
2: (laughs) It'll all be over. It'll be...
1: Uh, Anyway, do you feel that that parasite in any way, this last thing I'll say on this, do you think it in
2: any way affected your sort of
1: ability to act or not act?
2: It's certainly stayed with me. Mm. Often when I feel a sort of sense of rejection, which in our industry, obviously, Anna, as you know, is quite regular.
1: It's Um, about one for one for me. For every one audition, mm. I get one rejection. Right. Roughly.
2: That's at least better than...
1: Two for one. Oh god, have you you, you you laughed twice at an audition? Yes. Well, they can be very mean casting directors and sometimes (laughs) they'll sort of go, Oh no, sorry, thanks, but you know, not for us or whatever. And then they'll herd you out of the room and you'll be outside, you know, feeling absolutely wanting to tear out your own heart. And then suddenly they'll pop out and go, Oh, sorry, do you mind just popping back in again? We just want to see you again. Then you go back in. Oh, this is it, and then they go, No, (laughs) still no fuck <laughs> absolute fuckers
2: yeah. but then they've been
1: there all day you know drinking coffee they've lost their minds by that if you go any time after eleven thirty in the morning you're basically entering an asylum
2: anna you'll understand this sentiment have you ever felt like pressing record on your phone on your sort of dictaphone or something
0: yeah
2: and popping the phone down in the room somewhere And then, when you leave, accidentally leaving your phone behind, so that 20 minutes later you can knock on the door, pop back in, and say, I'm so sorry, I forgot my phone. And then you could listen to the conversation that they had about you once you'd left the room.
1: That's a very good idea. Have you done (laughs) it or just thought about
2: (laughs) it? I haven't done it, but I I have. It'd be quite mentally unhealthy, wouldn't it?
1: Ideas are like plays. Once they've been imagined, they have to be performed <laughs> or you know, a fairy dies. You should definitely go and do that, I think. If we ever and get what, an audition. it's
2: not. If we ever get one again. But, it's but what, not, would it's be, very <laughs> what would be the worst thing that you could hear?
1: About yourself?
2: When you uh. left that phone and you listened to the record, what's the worst... So for me... If the rumour went around, yeah. oh, Anna Crilly, have you heard, you know, how greedy she is? Like, <laughs> that would be being known as greedy. Greedy, greedy. pig.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> greedy, greedy with my performance. Fuck, yes. You know, I want so to do
2: greedy Greedy around do, food.
1: But greedy about food. So you went in, did your thing. Walked out. Thank you very much, Anna. Thanks for coming. Lovely to see you. Then you get the tape. Listen back. Gosh, she likes a grub, don't she? he likes it that one. Oh, no. That would hurt what about this think... what about this you listen to the tape and when well, you hear you walk out there's a moment's silence and then just what an unpleasant woman <laughs> wouldn't that be awful <laughs> one just turns to the other what an unpleasant person they were rather weren't they I think I you know I think I'd want to die I don't think I could <laughs> if they said oh they weren't very good you know It would hurt if
2: they just said, What an unpleasant person. (laughs) And the worst thing is, they'd be right. Absolutely. I don't know, would it be unpleasant or would it be about your ability? What would be worse? Like, I imagine if you were just sort of known, like, this was from years ago, the greedy pig thing, but if you were sort of. You were known as a greedy pig. But like when we were in our twenties oh, um, all those moons ago Anna oh. and we're all sort of courting and you know, not you and I but, and uh, just imagine like that sort of around Brooks Bar or something in Edinburgh Festival, just oh there goes Anna the gritty pig. I imagine in you know, in the sort of social side, but but in a casting situation, the worst thing I think you could hear on that tape mm. would be Something about... Does she know that her eyes make her look sort of piggy? Or it, it would be pointing something out that you had yes. never known about your appearance before? You think, and then probably... you she think she's pretty? <laughs> Do you think yeah. she realises she walks like that? Or does she know how overweight she is? Does she realise
1: how old she looks, to think?
2: Or... Do you think if she lost about two stones, she wouldn't be nearly as bad an actor as she is now? Something like that. That would be. But what would kill it for Anna? What would just make you go, right, I'm not in this industry anymore? I'm never
1: acting again. Well, I mean, I couldn't, you know, you might as well say, I'm going to stop breathing or I'm going to stop. letters to the Prime Minister. Neither of which I intend to stop. Mainly just greetings cards. What I think would be the thing that really made me have to really stop and go, Hang on a minute, maybe this career isn't for me. I mean, you know, we're nearly 60, aren't we? But you know, we're still, well, I am. Yeah, actually. we, I mean, me. I think what would stop me would be if someone said, I didn't believe her.
2: <laughs> yes,
1: that is the worst. Thing I didn't I believe
2: guess. her. Yeah. Well, I was definitely I here. Her.
1: I hate it mm. when directors say that. Do you ever get that when a director comes up to you? And the worst thing is when they sort of touch you gently on the shoulder as if, like, I'm about to give you some very bad news. Sorry, I didn't quite believe that. And you go, fuck off. Don't
2: you Or (laughs) you do, do, and then you storm off. Or um, the best one for me was um, there was one situation I had at work on set it was a show that we were doing there was lots of male members of cast but quite pointedly only two female members of cast oh and the director turned to me and said i'd just done my bit and the director said to me anna what would mel do hmm? how would mel have done that as, as in, in the other soon. female member of- oh. well funny enough anna yes it was actually that mel
1: what she was in it as well
2: she was in it as well, and the director oh, was attempting to humiliate me into oh. feeling. Like... And Mel wasn't on set at the time.
1: Right, but they said, "What would she do?"
2: Oh God! What would Mel do? Come on! That is channel awful. a bit of
0: Mel.
1: That is awful. And that what was, did you say? Did you say no? I will do what Anna do. Does. <laughs> Well, were no angry who couldn't say the word. You said, me do what Anna do.
2: That in those days, Anna, I was a timid little thing. I'd only just started mm. in the industry. I smiled and nodded. But then one of my... Which is probably what coach, Mel would
1: do, to be fair.
2: She would have grinned it off. Lovely, um, nice. lovely Mel. No, one of the lads said to him, there's another director much more successful than this particular director in question. And he said... Um, oh, I should change the name, shouldn't I? Let's call him Brian. Brian? Brian. Brian. What would Tristram Shapiro do? That's another director. The Not,
1: director put in his place there.
2: He was sort of a boneheaded, thick-skulled gent. Idiot. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Dinosaur. a lot went in.
1: I mean, this is the thing with directors, mm-hmm. isn't it? You've worked with a few, uh, many directors.
2: Mm-hmm. And they, many, many. I
1: always thought they'd know what they were doing. Mm. i always find they oscillate between being very arrogant like that and a bit <laughs> nasty and being like just not that bothered you know what i mean so either like yeah that's fine and you're thinking well I, i'm not sure it is or they're sort of you know just trying to get a power trip or whatever but I don't, I'm, aware I... don't know. Well, I'm amazed anything gets made
2: <laughs> it's all down to the edit isn't it that's just the thing i've realized mm. I mean, Anna, if any director ever hears this, darling, he'll never work again.
1: They don't listen. They can't listen. They're incapable of listening. They can only see and shout. (laughs) So when did it begin, darling? When does the Anna Crilly story, where does it start? Talking to actors, trying to understand their process. We're talking to actors, actors, yeah, they rule the world. Is it Shropshire? Kent. Kent. It is Kent. And how old were you when you were born?
2: I think I was 14 or 15. Because
1: you've always struck me as very mature. And I mean that in a way you might say it about a young lady. Not, right. Not you look like an old woman.
2: Do you... Do, have you ever felt sort of... To, and we've known each other a long time, Anna. I mean, it's... it's too long. 20, 20, 20. 20 years, is it? 20 years! What I wouldn't give for those twenty years back! Oh, would you do it all I differently know. or exactly the same? What I would have done is I would have enjoyed my my youth a bit more. You know, I look at oh, yes. I look at Daisy Edgar Jones, all the pretty little thing from Normal People, normal. the Sally Rooney thing.
1: Right? Okay. Yeah.
2: I mean, I look at her and I think she's got it all ahead, hasn't she? Ugh. I've never looked like that, but I, in a way, I think there's still time. Like, I think a dear friend of mine said recently, it's never too late to become Daisy Edgar Jones. And I think now in my mid-40s, that was never truer. I can lose weight. It's not all about can, weight,
0: though, is it? I
2: can stop. No, well, it, well, it's a large part.
1: Do you think age is a big problem?
2: I don't, well,
1: I mean... Well, see, I didn't get much work when I was young, either. If anything, right. I a not mess.
2: For us girls, though, it's different to boys, isn't it? As in yes, I, it
1: is. Yes,
2: I noticed a distinct sort of drop-off <laughs> once i
1: drop born off. a
2: child from Down oh, you Under. Got,
1: you had actors drop-off. Mm. Now, anyone who's listening who's not an actor might not have heard of actors drop-off. It's very painful, actually.
2: They start to stick together and... Uh, yes, Coagulate. Mm. Yes,
1: and it starts with not getting as many castings Then it's your mind starting to play tricks on you Then your body actually withers like a tree
2: Starts to crumble and bits break away So yes, let's go back, let's go back Because we we're all in mm.
1: the shop and I love it We are chaos, we are fire, we are all those things But you were born and you grew up in Kent Yes, I did Did you have any friends?
2: I was quite a loner actually
1: Oh, I really? had a Saturday,
2: well, I had a Saturday job in um in it, a hairdresser
1: I thought you were going to say you had, you had a Saturday <laughs> oh, friend. I, I
2: had a Saturday
1: friend. I had a Saturday
2: friend, half a Sunday friend.
1: Yes, a Sunday brunch friend.
2: So I worked weekends. Oh. I loved earning money. I loved being able to buy my own stuff.
1: Oh God, that was good, wasn't it? Did you get a car? Mm.
2: I bought a car when I was eighteen, and I, I didn't tell my mother I bought it. I'd saved up; it was a hundred quid in old money, darling. Hundred pounds
1: for a whole car. Yes, not I mean, just the falling. doors, the, but the bonnet as well. It had all the bits. No, and I you used wrote that. You wrote that, that
2: musical, didn't you? hundred pounds for an old car who will take my bits of a car
1: put them together and and you can go
2: far I'm surprised you knew it we only played for a week at the Southwark was it well attended very badly attended as you know all of my work is very badly attended
1: yes well I think it's because you charge 200 pounds a ticket I've always thought this especially when you're just doing a read-through I always feel it's a bit you know
2: no people need theatre in their lives I've often thought during the lockdown period, of course, what people really need Hmm. is opera.
1: Opera? Do you know about
2: opera? I mean, we're just up the road from Glyndebourne.
1: That's where opera was created. Created? In a lab, I believe. But do you like any opera? I mean, what is it? It's big men and women shouting at each other. I mean, I love
2: it. Isn't it men dressed as women? And then the women are men.
1: No, that's Panto Dining. Oh. That's one. That's a real art form. Yeah. So we grew up in Kent. When I say we this time, I mean. The-
2: mm, mm. No, I liked it. I mm-hmm. liked it. I felt a sense of belonging. We've got as to though get out. Done it together. Yeah. Yes, we
1: I feel like I'm with you on this journey in the past. It's one. Oh. We've got to get out of Kent. We've okay. got to get out of Kent because we've got to perform. What do we do? We buy the car.
2: Well, we buy the car, but the car really doesn't last long.
1: Not for £100. No, we train
2: train at Middlesex University.
1: Oh. What was it Uh, made you want to act on that? Is that a good question?
2: That's an excellent and beautifully put. I didn't want to act. Oh. I came out of university Hmm. broken. Broken and destitute. No, not destitute. Just (laughs) couldn't afford to stay in London. Lots of people from university were all sort of doing these profit shares or tours for no money and Ugh. staying living in London. And I thought, well, how the hell can you afford to do that? So how I mean, went back to Kent.
1: You went back to Kent, where back you worked on your, your behaviour and Mears. your...
2: And I worked in casting. I worked in casting for the first ten years of my real grown-up life. What was it like
1: being a casting
2: director? Then were you actually in
1: the room doing the casting?
2: Yes, So I worked for a film casting director who I won't mention, no. and um, some commercial casting directors. It was Peter
1: Eccles, wasn't it? <laughs> it was Peter Eccles. It's all right. I know. I, I know it was. Has, has he ever
2: cast was. you? Has he ever cast you?
1: Peter Eccles. Yeah. He cast me as his own mother, but that was sort of therapy for himself. Um, He basically wanted me to go around his house and shout at him. And he came out a lot better for it. And I quite enjoyed it, but I'm still waiting for him to pay me, to be honest. I invoiced him three years ago now. Right. But So you saw, you had some of those conversations we were talking about earlier.
2: Oh, yes. I was an assistant to a casting director in film. That was the first one I did.
1: And what's the worst thing he said? What things would you say about people after they'd been in?
2: Oh, no, so I wouldn't. I was too respectful. But we right. would have lots of, lots of like, Simon Pegg would come to castings and that woman from Notting Hill in the wheelchair. She used to come in quite a lot. Kelly Brooke used to come into the office and sort of wave her boobs around. Wow. Um, that was for a general, you know the term general meeting?
1: Yes, when you go in and, and just sort of go, Here I am, don't forget about me guys. Yeah.
2: So she used to come into the office quite a lot and have would a general she in
1: or would she just wander in?
2: I think she was invited. Do you
1: want to come out and have, do that thing with your boobs again?
2: Yeah, I th- basically and it was always around sort of 6 p.m. when I was going home. So I'd make her a cup of tea or a cocktail right. or whatever. Yeah. And then I, you know, I'd be leaving. So what happened at the general meetings, I'll never know, but Ooh. I remember once he gave the part to the wrong person. Oh fuck, which was On awful. No. It, so he'd asked me to take the casting session. Yes. Which just, in those days, you just turned up with a video camera and you put the tape in. I mean, that's how old I am. Yeah. And um, it was a big film. I don't know if I can say this, because then people might work out who he is. Anyway, it was a film that had vampires in. Right. And they lived underground. Okay. Okay. Um,
1: oh, um, uh, Attack of the Underground Vampires
2: yes something like that
1: i knew i get it in the end
2: and the part was for one of the underground vampires and then the director an italian man called and said after he'd seen the tapes and said i want the one who took his top off in the casting (laughs) now i'd taken the casting and i knew that two of them had ripped their tops off in the casting right but my boss the casting director hadn't been in the session and it was in, the director was italian and and it was all very garbled and he didn't speak great italian and so i said to this casting director i said oh he said so i'm going to make the call i'm going to phone this guy that's got the part i'm going to change his life so he phones up this kid he's like a really short kid this is like for a vampire who's terrifying and like ripped and massive and <laughs> I was like, you've got the wrong guy. This isn't who the director meant. It, there's two guys that rip off their top. And he's like, no, I know who he means. It's the little Italian guy. The little Italian guy, Anna, he was early 20s. He'd moved to London. He had no money. He was working in a bar. He was living in a hostel. He had nothing.
0: Oh. And
2: he phoned him and said, hey, kids, I'm going to make you a star. Oh. I've just got you a part in a Hollywood film. Wow! And so we had to do some paperwork and stuff and sent it over to the production company. And they said, no, 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 no. This isn't who we meant. And lo and behold, it was the big ripped guy. Uh. Was, and my boss made me phone the little <laughs> Italian guy and say, we've made a mistake. Back to the hostel. No. He, this must plague so your mind
1: all the time. This must I, get you I think about it
2: all the time.
1: Yeah, I would.
2: The day that Italian guy thought he'd made it big in Hollywood. Oh. For about an hour.
1: Oh, it was only an was hour. Gone. So at least he hadn't... No, I'm here. At least he hadn't, like, bought a personal trainer or anything.
2: It was more than an hour. It was probably, like, more like two days, I would have thought. Oh, God. Enough time for him to go out and spend any money he had in his wallet, you know. Oh. Mm. don't need any of that anymore (laughs) it was
1: awful it was awful and what did he say
2: he spoke in quite sort of pidgin english and um he was just very sweet very understanding and obviously you know was just waiting for me to get off the phone so he could burst into tears
1: oh
2: it's awful it's awful it's
1: like a call to my therapist
2: it's a horrible horrible industry that we work in And
1: really, it was that fellow's arrogance, wasn't it? He couldn't admit he was wrong.
2: Yes, but also that he wouldn't make the call. He was happy to make the call to say, you've got the job, kid, but made me...
1: Oh. Hello, I'm Justin.
2: And I'm Lucy. And
1: together we are the hosts of Plenty Questions.
2: It's a very straightforward general knowledge quiz.
1: We ask you 20 questions, one after the other, five second gap in between, and you shout the answers out.
2: And then you tweet us to let us know how you've got on.
1: See if you can get 20 out of 20. No one has so far. But that's because we haven't started doing it yet.
2: Mm, But we will. Uh, And there's also going to be some fiendish brain teasers. So join us for Plenty Plenty questions. Questions.
1: Despite that, despite the horrors of seeing it from the other side, you mm. still decided to get
2: into the business. Yeah, I didn't really mean to, though. I sort of thought I'd do a little stand-up course while I was working full-time with my mate Jo, my mate Jo Because she, yes,
1: she's a stand-up.
2: Yeah, she is a stand-up. She's still, yeah, she's still doing. She's doing really well. Mm. And we just thought, oh, we'll do this funny little um, stand-up course. It was three months every Saturday afternoon. We had an absolute whale of time. And then did the little showcase. And then, you know, it all sort of snowballed from there.
1: (laughs) Well, yes, yes, yes. And then, of course, the TV, the theatre.
2: What was it? All gone now, of course. All All dead. All dead. And they won't be coming back. They'll not be knocking again. Not at my age. Well, not in the
1: current climate.
2: Not in any climate. Not in any climate. Not in any climate. I'm done. I'm done. I'm washed up. Dried up.
1: What was your favourite one, do you think? What was your happiest moment? I mean, because I've never really seen you look like you've enjoyed any of it. <laughs> was there ever a time you thought, oh, I quite like this?
2: Um, I, <laughs> I genuinely can't think of a time that I've gone, oh, yeah, this is. I think probably being told Katie and I had got a series was a, Pretty much a high point. Yeah. But then the process of it after that kind of, I don't know, it wasn't the happiest time. Actually, I think the happiest time were years ago, and you probably were much more famous than we all were then, but back in sort of the early 2000s, we were all doing Edinburghs, and there was a great bunch of people. Um, There was uh, Colin and Fergus, I don't know if you've heard of them, and Fat Tongue. And Ed Weeks and Tom Bell. And there was all these sort of... And actually, the Edinburgh's were the most fun time, I think.
1: Mm. It felt like a lot of fun doing those sort of things because there's not really any responsibility, I suppose, is there? You Or pressure. pressure. Yeah. And people love you. God, they love you.
2: But there was no pressure because none of us had... All these sort of younger people getting into comedy now, they all seem to have a sort of a business plan on it.
1: Yeah, they do, don't they? They're ret- But we
2: noticed... But it's almost like they've sort of done a a, a sort of a pitch document on where they want to be in five years. They're all so ambitious. And what sort
1: of uh, T-shirts they're going to wear and how they do their hair and all that. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? We just used to turn up in whatever, didn't we?
2: We used to to turn up drunk. shit,
1: drunk. (laughs) Remember when you were drunk for your preview with uh, Katie that time? you were on before me and you decided you were going to do the whole thing completely pissed
2: how did it go loads
1: of fun do you not remember this I think it was only like a I... third preview or something and then you got up and um just instantly regretted it both of you <laughs> and immediately just felt really self-aware like they say if you're playing drunk you have to try and pretend you're sober
0: mm. do
1: you know what I mean and that's what you did you were kind of like trying to just looking completely <laughs> like, oh, why did we do this this isn't God, how awful
2: it's and Anna weird. do you remember at the theater that began with an L somebody had like a vagina on the wall from a show that was in there yes and we were going to do a show on the night when the show was off and the, but they'd left the vagina up yes. and you used to climb I out the vagina, the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> that was recreating my birth
1: it was well, incredible. It wasn't my birth. It was a character's birth, I suppose. But um, that was a lucky find, wasn't it? But that's a good point, because I didn't go away having the wherewithal to think that was really funny. I should get someone to make that. I just sort no, of you... acted like, oh, well, that was there once. But, you know, we don't we don't edit or practice oh. or. Or learn, oh, all, grow.
2: No, but it was, it was more like we don't use other people's ideas. And I think you just thought, oh, well, that was fun, but I literally can't afford my rent this month. So I probably can't afford to get that vagina made. Can't
1: build a giant vagina. But I don't think it was meant to be a vagina. I think it was sort of a, um, like a, a woman in black type, someone jumps out at you moment, I think. <laughs> but I interpreted <laughs> it as a vagina, which in a was... way is what life is like, isn't it? You know, you're, you're sitting around, yeah. and then someone jumps out of you you couldn't be more right and then that's your career over you know is your career over in many ways i feel like it's a resurgence it's just beginning i've got a theater in lewis um is that it's more of, of a course. well it's like a theater but it's sort of like an outhouse to a church if you know mm-hmm. what i mean and they were willing to let me come and do a sort of talk about my life but i have to make it so in the end i say jesus is real but I think that's a good price to pay. So if things are looking up, do you know what I mean? It feels like we're
2: back. I see. So sort of a deal with Jesus in a way.
1: It's a deal with the devil, but the devil's Jesus.
2: Jesus, yeah. Which is actually okay.
1: the first song. It's oh, a deal with the devil, but the devil's Jesus. Oh. Sticking on the cross then, turn him upside down.
2: That's nice. Sort of stuff, you know. That's really nice, yeah. Uh, it's my life what?
1: story. It's my life story, but told through the point of view of the nun who I walked past mm. once when I was a kid.
2: That the sounds fantastic. What,
1: what if that nun then sort of told the story of my life? Mm. So, they're mm. sort, so I come on as this nun. Basically, mm. I had to make it religious for them to allow me to have it, the room. Fair enough, yeah. So I do get free rehearsal and there is coffee there. So even if I never do the play, it's kind of worth it just for the amount of coffee I'll get.
2: And stage Especially time. Just-
1: And a place to get away from Sue Clinch. We're in lockdown together and it's awful. How are you? Oh, God, she's constantly blowing fog horns in my eyes and screaming, you know, it's your your fault and stuff like... She's not well. She's losing it. She's losing it by the day. What are you hoping to do when you come out of lockdown? There was a point, wasn't I don't know if you went through this. There was a point where lockdown happened and I imagine a lot of us had this where we went, right... We're going to get it together. We're going to sort our brains out, sort our lives out, sort our career out. We're going to edit that Facebook page that we set up five years ago. But now all that feels feels like it's fallen to the wind a bit, doesn't it? And now I I just, they... I'm now scared. It's a bit like when you go to university, like you're saying university. I didn't go, but I've talked to people who did. And they said the mm-hmm. first year, loads of fun. Second year, you're like, oh, God, I just want to get on with my life. I've had enough mm-hmm. of this third year no don't don't make me leave you'll see what i mean well uh, I yeah like lockdown's gone a similar pattern where it's like right i this don't happen we're really. gonna make something about it now i'm sick of it actually please don't stop it because i've realized i hate other people
2: i can't bear other people and i love the peace and quiet and i love it's been a, such a leveler for us actresses hasn't it anna
1: Really? We're all yeah. in the same boat and the boat well, is... Well, no
2: apart. one's working, you know, so you can't no. look at Saran Jones anymore and think, well, lucky old her, because, you I'm, know, Saran I mean...
1: Saran Jones since a bowl for my bottom. <laughs> Sorry, that was a play back in the day. I, did, back in
2: the I day. know, I, yes, I came. Well, early it was 90s,
1: actually, but she I mean, what she did in that play, well, I can't forgive her for that. I'm not going to forgive her for that in a hurry.
2: No, okay. So I spent was a, a bad lot example. of
1: time on that character.
2: That was a bad example. I'm sorry, Anna, I didn't... No, it's all right.
1: Anna, you know, I mean, these names come up. Sir Jones comes up. You can't pretend she just doesn't exist.
2: She's, she's always up, I mean, isn't she? You can, she's so perky, always so perky and happy and pleased and smiling. And you think, well, yes, if I look like that, perky and smiling, I could probably dress up as a 18th century lesbian.
1: Yes. Well, maybe you should just get some more perks. Just get more perky. Get more perky. A bit more up for it. Just look like you want to fucking do it, Anna.
2: Oh, is that that's the first? Problem?
1: That's the only thing that's holding you back.
2: No, in all seriousness, mm. what I would like to do when we come out of lockdown yeah. is sell the house and buy a farm.
1: Is that what you're going to do?
2: Well, that's what I'd like to do. I'll never do it.
1: With animals. Like,
2: mm, and you'd yeah, be like willing horse- to kill
1: them yourselves, do you think? Or is it more. No, of-
2: I wouldn't. They, it wouldn't be for killing. But it would be like a hospital, you know, like. Um, a hospital? Exercise. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, how lovely. Oh, so you would like be an like an ex- protecting animals. Yes. Yeah, so I'd lease the land to like a horse No, that. that horse piss. A, a hospital worker. And they would sort of you'd look fill after. Fill the, the
1: land horse- with horse piss.
2: Horses and poo and yeah. And I'd have like a small holding and we'd all live in the countryside and that would be my new... I think that's
1: doable, isn't it?
2: I think so. Maybe you could
1: get a tiger or a sloth.
2: I'd like a sloth. My spirit animal.
1: They take their time. They don't muck about like a lot of these animals, like, you know, dolphins, mucking about. They just muck about. A sloth doesn't bother anyone and it doesn't want anyone to bother it. Right. I
2: think that's fairly accurate, isn't it, Anna?
1: Yeah, oh, entirely, about uh, for us.
2: I feel like you have a bit more energy than that. I don't feel like you're a sloth.
1: No, I'm not a sloth. What would I be?
2: A greedy pig.
1: A greedy bloody pig, there we go. And I'm happy <laughs> with that, to be honest. Anna. When you said about putting the phone down in the casting room, my first thought was that you meant putting it down for them all to see in front of them and pressing record in a sort of <laughs> passive aggressive like come on then
2: <laughs> this. what like you what? record me i'll record me yes you know like when <laughs> <laughs>
1: when you, have to, um, you know if you've ever had to cancel a phone contract and what they suggest is you say i'll be recording this call and then because you know, <laughs> sort of, they always try and make you stay and they they threaten you and all this sort of stuff
2: apparently. right right but, so the pressing play would be a kind of an active default like I will record this and I will learn something from it. So even if I don't get this part, I can go home and make myself better. Well,
1: that would be nice. But I think it's more aggressive than that. It's sort of like I'm recording this. So if you try anything, I've got evidence.
2: (laughs) uh, (laughs) What's the rudest thing you've ever said in a casting? Like inadvertently?
1: Did I ever tell you this is true? I think I was going a bit mad at the time. But it was when I was being auditioned with someone who we both know as in by a a producer and I suddenly got in my head not that I wanted to but you know when you get a bit of sort of like a sort of Tourette's type I suppose isn't it not with Tourette's I'm sure it's very different Mm. but I suddenly got an urge I just suddenly thought how funny it would be if I started masturbating while he was telling me about the (laughs) wrong And I didn't follow through, but I really thought, you know, like I like to get on stage when someone else is performing. It was that mm. powerful where I thought, I'm <laughs> going to go, I'm just going to start doing it. Because he, partly he was so dull, and I just thought, I need to shake this up a bit.
2: <laughs> that would have been amazing. Just to... It would
1: have, wouldn't it? <laughs> just to see I
2: really... But you didn't go through with that. I that, didn't did go you?
1: through with it. I didn't go through with it what's the oh, rudest nice. thing ever I did once say you know when they start chatting to the other person yeah. too much that's a bit fucking much isn't it? And well as people,
2: in like the other people in the room? Like the, the other, other actor
1: that was going for the part, no the, no the other actor that was going for the part and they start <laughs> sort of going
2: oh darling lovely to see you
1: I saw you in so and so you were brilliant, <laughs> god you were brilliant and all this stuff and then I and, and after all, I went hello I am here <laughs> me
2: me, like this
1: you <laughs> oh, know um
2: you see I would immediately if that happened I would immediately sort of switch off and sulk and absolutely ruin my chances <laughs> that would that would be the conversation that got recorded <laughs> what an unpleasant word no, not doing yeah. it I <laughs> can't
1: do it well I'll do you've it ru- you
2: well. it now I yeah. think I've done that before I've
1: sort of gone all right I'll do it but I won't do it very well
2: yeah fuck you 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 won't get anything good out of this (laughs) I think there was one fairly recently that was um a director who I know doesn't really rate me or like me much not in a like personal way but just in a sort of professional way (laughs) Mm. just as um, an
1: actress just
2: just, just as a ability, my work
1: your ability to do the thing you've spent
2: years Doubts, owning doubts, there's any ability, yeah. yeah. And um, I went in for this casting, which I knew basically what had happened was the casting director had got me in, probably gone through the list of people that they got in for that day, and the director had probably turned around and gone, oh, can't you cancel her? <laughs> anyway, I went in anyway, and it was one of those sort of quite sort of, well, I've learnt it. I'm going to make sure it's really good. You're yeah. going to listen. <laughs> that sort of attitude. It's terrible, but it's a defence mechanism, isn't it? Did you get it? No, so I did it once and mm. I know it was good. I know it was good. Mm. Because that and you'll feel this, Dana.
1: Mm.
2: You know, I know I'm better than I've ever been. Mm. But try and convince the plebs of that. Anyway.
1: Well, it's like with cults and things like that, isn't it? They don't really want you to be thinking or to have an opinion. <laughs> they want you to be sort of stupid and young, but instinctive yes. and emotional. Is and that what they want? Attractive. All
2: right. Okay. Yeah,
1: As in, you yeah. know how to look sad and all those things. Okay. Eventually.
2: The two, yeah. Actually,
1: the moment you start losing the parts, the moment you start thinking about it, I think. Okay. And also, that makes
2: me feel better. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think. But, I uh, but, think the best actors are the thickest ones.
2: Who do we know that's really good but really stupid?
1: Well, there's Terry Towers, of course, tallest man in shows, mm. but that's more because of how high Appy he is. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, because, you know, he's so high up, you don't know whether he's thinking at all. You don't even know whether there's a head there, he's
2: so tall. You can't see, yeah, sure.
1: And Danka Jonathan. <laughs> Who
2: always overthinks everything, but doesn't, Overthink. isn't really thinking
1: at all. No, but, I mean, do you think when you're acting, do you become the person, or are you just going, oh, God, they're all looking at me?
2: <laughs> I'm sort of going, oh, God, they're all looking at me. Yeah. Well, actually, no, do you know what, in a casting... I think, oh God, they're all looking at me. Do I know this? But I'm alright when I'm actually doing the job, which is why I often feel at the end Bloody of the brilliant. meeting room, I could just say, "Sorry, I'm, could you just give me the part and then I'll do it really well."
1: <laughs> Honest, I'll be so good. I tell you what, I've got a little. I've got a little footage from um, Bowl for My Bottom from before Sir Anne Jones. <laughs> Let me just just watch this. It's only a. It's literally blink and you miss it, but you'll see I can do the job. You know and then we'll meet again in a few weeks and you'll give me all the money and we'll do costumes and shit, all right? (laughs) That's what you want to say. Just try it next time. Right, let's make a deal. We're going to try that next time.
2: What's the thing? If you you, you get to read the part through once and then they say, thank you, that's enough. Yeah. That's when you're like, you feel like saying, oh, right, so have you already cast it? Is there an offer already out?
1: Yeah. (laughs) All right, thank you. Yeah, that's enough. bye thanks for nothing what <laughs> imagine if they said that thanks for nothing or you said what if you walked out and they said something like piss off baldy
2: <laughs> that would throw you
1: wouldn't it because you go well I'm not even bald what happened then <laughs> anyway <laughs> darling um, I think you've got to go haven't you oh,
2: Just, I've got to sort of regenerate like a sort of a computer oh, character
1: is that alright well i is been that all chatting right? to Anna she's, no that's fine
2: darling. I've been chatting to wonderful Anna Crilly
1: she's dripping off now
2: all right,
1: bye bye. You've been listening to Talking to Actors uh, with Anna Man, starring Colin Holt, edited by Dan Snellgrove, part of the Great Big Owl family. Please subscribe, review, and share. You can find Colin on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, and the same goes for um, Anna Man. Just look it up, you'll find it. I'm Sue Clinch. Uh, tra
2: I'm Tilly Steele and I'm Helen Monk and this is Bitchin. I'm dyslexic. Yeah, why do you read the Wikipedia page? <laughs> it's good to practice <laughs> a podcast where every week we talk about a different person so how old was he when he first popped on the scene that's a great if question. you say he was my age i'm gonna <laughs> fucking die and we veer wildly off track pop that per <laughs> available on all your podcast apps <laughs> That's not right. uh, just Can you not say er uh in the advert? <laughs> Available on all your podcast platforms. Just search bitching or great big owl. We'll see you there. That was all right. <laughs> Hold
0: up.